Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for clicking or tapping on our conversation with Max. We are walking into a whole new era of Max, and he's going on tour. We have a lot to discuss. And he wrote on BTS's last album. There's so much to get to. I love this man. I've known him a long time. We're going to talk about that. And, I mean, being a dad and just so much. A lot of stuff on the agenda. Listen to his music on Amazon Music. And today's episode is being delivered to you by GoPuff. Try out GoPuff today. It's the greatest convenience store in the palm of your hand or, you know, on your computer. It's everywhere. And they'll come to you anywhere. GoPuff. Thousands of items delivered instantly to you. It's really easy. I GoPuff every day. And if you know me, I really, you know that I have GoPuff bags everywhere in my life. It's, it's, almost, it's almost sad. But I love them. And they make me happy. Try out GoPuff. You'll save $10 off your first two orders if you use the code ZAC10 when you're checking out. ZAC10. $10 off your first two orders. Go Puff. Here's Max. Hello, beautiful human. <laughs> I'm Zach. That's Dan. And we welcome to the studio. Max. Hey. Yes. Great to be here. I, I so want to give you the title of Dan's favorite artist. I love Max. my guy. I love Dan. I love Max. <laughs> it's my I, guy. I, I just gotta ask you, what is it about Dan that you enjoy? Just the energy. It's just it just feels like I'm at home when I'm around him. You know? Yeah, I love you when too, Max comes around. It's but, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, right. It just feels cozy. It just feels like an old friend's coming to visit. I love it. Wow. And I never mi- miss a Max show. I That's to, right. I don't go to concerts. I never miss a Max show. That's my guy. It's really crazy. I love it. Dan goes nowhere. Ever, but for some reason, I mean, there's many. I, it's even people that I I thought you you share the same feeling that you have for Max. You have Max. that feeling for them. <laughs> you won't go to their concert, but you go see Max. I have told myself since day one. Ever since I went to my first or second Max, I was like, I'm never gonna miss it. Wow. Thanks, and the man. best part is they get bigger and bigger, and bigger every time. Thank you, brother. How does that make you feel? Because the venues do continue to grow. Yeah, it's it's every time it's one of those things where they say the venue and I'm like very nervous about it. It never stops each one. Like even this upcoming tour, you know, you came to the last one was at the Fonda and the next one's at the venue, the Wiltern, mm-hmm. which is like twice the size. So it's just like, wow. it's always just scary, especially in the time frame. And I have friends who, of course, they're playing arenas and I'm so happy, but you know, it's all relative for me. It's just like, I hope people show up this time, you know, so just want to give them a show that they want to show up for. Who is telling you what venues you have the potential to fill? Like, uh, is it team? Is it yeah? Where does it come team? from? Yeah, you know, I have a, a great agent. That's kind of how it uh, works. You guys know, but I was talking to my brother-in-law yesterday that you there's different parts of the team, but you have an agent who like routes a tour, uh, and that's why you you know go from Vancouver down to Texas over to Florida. So it's it's a uh, it's a matter of like. They check what you've done before, how many tickets you sold before, and then what new music is out and where they think it could go. And you just, I'm trying to like understand an artist like you that has, you have so many hits under your belt. I mean, that's not an exaggeration or like, like I'm not even being nice. Like it's just being like fact, like it is a nice thing to hear, but it is factual. Like it is proven. It's just crazy because I remember you guys have been, it's so cool. It makes me want to cry. Thinking about when I came in our lights down low interview and you said to me I'll rem- i remember it so vivid like what if this is it like what yeah. if this is your one and you saying that now is just really surreal that's so cool to hear you say that I, and you know i've known you long I've so known you long, long time dude so, <laughs> known you long. Long time. so long i i met you for the first time i remember it, well meeting max and people might not remember this and we should on 
for the TikTok overlay with a bunch of embarrassing photos of myself. <laughs> yes. I used to work for Nickelodeon. Yep. And the first day I met you was easily one of the most nerve-wracking moments of my life. And it was Washington, D.C. Yeah. For Worldwide Day of Play. Yeah. It was my first time ever hosting anything for television ever in my life. And it was your like first Nickelodeon event. Yes. As this kid who everybody was like, he modeled with Madonna. <laughs> he was on Broadway. And you were going to, you were co starring in Rags. Rags. Yeah. It's so crazy how it just had the 10 year anniversary this year. And I feel like I've never had more people come up to me about that specific movie. This is the year that I've had more people come up to me. And it's 10 years old. It's so crazy. I, I got to say something for what it is worth. We worked at uh, Nickelodeon at the, at, they were at their peak. And it was, it was after, a cool time. It was a special time there. Yeah. And post that generation, that graduating class, it all went to shit. <laughs> it all went to shit. With the exception, with the exception of Henry Danger, it. Did, I mean, it has never been the same. You know, I just haven't been. Oh, uh, you're not I watching. I, I watch it, you I, don't but need now to. I have a daughter, and you know, I'm getting. I watch. What, what are you watching with her? You oh like, my gosh! I have seen Moana 165 <laughs> times, probably. Just every second I see those songs. <laughs> uh, we, Cars is a new one. You know, oh, just, cool. Anytime I can find a new one, because I love those movies. But like after the tenth, the twentieth watch, your, you know, Toy Story, any of those, you're just like, let's get something new. Are baby, we anti Coco Melon? Uh, I am. I feel grateful that I have not had to watch Coco Melon. I've heard oh. not such great things, and my daughter's not into it, which I am grateful Ooh, for. I like that. Again, Lucky haven't watched you. it, but. I've just heard that it's not the most enjoyable situation. <laughs> no, there's like <laughs> Facebook groups uh, against but Coco Melon. Polarized, polarizing. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah my si my sister talks about it all the time. We do not watch Coco Melon in the Sang household. Some people love it, you know, respect. Yeah. But yeah, I, not my not my thing. The the animation kind of creeps me out. It just like it just doesn't feel like something I would. It's very I would. weird. So I, I'm grateful she has a big just loves Pixar movies and they got she got great taste. Yeah, so I was just gonna say I'm all about taste. it. Finding Nemo, classic, classic. loves it. That's her favorite one. But anyway, enough about Pixar movies. No, this, by the way, this is the conversation that comes as being a dad. Yes, it is. Yeah. Isn't that special? Oh, it's the greatest. She's the coolest thing ever. I love everything about being a dad. It's so fun. And she's like, and I also don't want her to, it's so interesting to be in this line of work and I don't, and I want to be her dad first, but I also want to make sure that like I don't push anything on her. She could be an engineer. She could be a swimmer. But it is really interesting that she comes in my studio. She leads me to the studio and she walks around with a little guitar. And it's just like, maybe just because it's naturally around her. She's just so drawn to it already, which is cute. Like you're seeing that and you're like, this is a little version of me. An extension of my existence and my being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking up art, something that you have done so incredibly well and continue to do. There has to be some sort of pride, even if, like, even at this young of an age. Oh yeah, I'm, I just love seeing her happy. That's it. I mean, that's all it is. If if it's an extension of my personality, she's just her own little person, and I love seeing her just pick things up and be so concentrated. There's little things you definitely notice as a parent where you're like, oh whoa, that is what I kind of was like as a kid. Like I was super focused in, and I ignored the rest of the world if I was locked in, like putting a puzzle together. And she's the same, and it's so interesting to see it outside of yourself things that people told you about yourself when you were mm. a little kid so that's been that's been super cool to see her grow into that does that trickle into the music you're making of course yeah i've written so many songs for her or about her or there's one on the next album that i wrote when she was in my arms in the hospital which was really special and and just you know just that moment you know I, it's it's even in, it's an interesting thing because i feel like we've shared a lot of our life with fans and in the music and that was a moment where I was like, I'm doing this just for her and the world will hear it at some point, but this is just her song. Like, I'm not doing it for the for the album or any of that. It's just because this is this moment, she's in my arms and I want to write this song for her. That's really special. Yeah, it was it was it was cute. And that she, now anytime I'd sing it, she just doesn't even remember it. It's so funny. She loves such random songs. It's really cute how she just has such specific taste. Is there you mentioned Lights Down Low. What have you carried with you? in the creative process that you learned or established with that record? Vulnerability, for sure. You know, I think that it can be a little nerve wracking and I had a lot of pushback about that to just be open about the story. Yeah. And, and um, 
and the song oh, itself. I remember that so vividly too. Yeah. Your team at the time did not want you to talk about being married. Yeah, which again, I, I, I've had a long time to, to think about that and I think that they weren't wrong that there there is something about us as a society that, that the mystery of a band or an artist is a part of the appeal sometimes like we want to know who they're dating we want to know we want to we want things to keep changing so that we can keep catching up yeah and it and i can understand why with them they're like that's going to be boring if you're married for all this time to this one person like where's the where's the mystery and the pizzazz or don't even show that you have a relationship mm. but you know i'm just i just I just got to be honest and real about it. It's just the the choice I've made for my life and I had to accept. And beautifully enough, that was the first one that really connected in that way. So the lesson for my career has just been hope that being open and, and vulnerable will connect in some way, I guess. And writing a song with your baby daughter in your arms, like that is, yeah, that is really peak vulnerability totally and i haven't when that one comes out it's called edie celine it's just after her name and who knows i don't know if it's a a big radio song or it's just a song that maybe a few people will hear but but uh but i definitely know writing wise it's got to come from that place for it to really connect in a bigger way i guess at this point in your life do you care about where a song lands in it in the data sphere no, no and yes like it's it's fun to get on the ride you know like uh this new one with my friend keshi it's you we wrote it so intimately that was sort of again that that seems to be the common theme when we're in the back studio at my parents house mm-hmm. my mom's bringing out cookies and i met this amazing <laughs> artist and we're just sitting in the studio and i've had so many cool people in this room to the point where i'm like should i change it and get like a fancy studio and bring the, but no there's something about it that when i get so close with these collaborators it's cool to have my mom like cut up some cucumbers and come <laughs> to the back and people be stoked about it it's just like it's just become what it is and it's almost even more cool that i'm like wow this rock star is in my back room writing this song with me this is so cool and so specifically for that song we just like bonded and we're so vulnerable and it's it's just been really cool to see the reaction thus far in the last few weeks of, of people feeling drawn to it and listening to it and and that is a ride once something connects in that way it's always exciting it's always like cool wow this is like people are stoked about the song it's streaming well and who knows this could be one that gets to that place and if it isn't the song is still what it is forever there's an art to the collaboration though oh absolutely and you've done a, a decent amount of collaborations like lights down low there's the original is you but then wait is nash in the original no no he he, he did the remix it. yeah yeah, yeah, which changed the game, though. I gave him so much love because well, that reignited that song. Really? And, and yes, like, remixes do have that ability. Yeah, and it just, yeah. Like, it just freshens it up. And yeah. Gives the radio promo guy 15,000th reason to call some guy to make sure he's playing it. And, like, that song, I mean, historic and, like, game-changing mm-hmm. and played at weddings every freaking weekend and yeah, will yeah. be until the end of time. Crazy. Until there are no more weddings. <laughs> until there are no more weddings. Like, I... It, I, that is I feel like It's You though could be another big wedding song mm. I would love that you know I just saw somebody put it uh, for their wedding yesterday they just put, tagged me for the first time and I was like wow that's so cool like already that this little thing that we created in this back room is at somebody's wedding That's that never stops being cool and surreal it, it, it's, to be a part of somebody's day like that and like to oh, yeah. have a song coincide and just collide with special moments or spark lasting relationships oh yeah crazy the greatest honor for sure and never it's i i try i always feel humbled in that moment because that's like their memory forever what was your wedding song that you danced to you know i know mine and to think that someone uses one of our songs is is such an honor it's crazy when you're making music now you're making music for yourself with anybody in the public in mind yeah i feel like it's a it's a combination of I keep reminding myself it's got to come from that there's a core to it that has to be that that vulnerable authentic place and then from there what sound am I really excited about what do I think that I have fans haven't heard maybe and and what just feels a little more fresh so mm. it's like a combination of you know even with the this with it's you you know I, I played it for a lot of people for a while and there was a lot of polarization because a lot of people were like oh the 808's in there and there's there's a couple production elements that that Keshi utilized and we we chose that were not 
like my traditional ballads, I guess I've put out. And some people were were uh, apprehensive that they thought that maybe those would throw off the emotion. But I felt like they made it fresh, that there were these little nuanced moments that just caught my ear. So hopefully they would catch someone else's. And so that was in mind of like, I think for the people outside, that'll be fun. And I hope that they like this little thing that feels fresh. But then on the inside, whether they like it or not, I'm going to do it, I guess. So that's sort of the... The, the combination of both thinking how people will feel about it, but also it has to come from a place of how do we feel about it. We're going to play It's You very soon, but is that something you, you come to, that new sound that does polarize people who know you for your traditional, what, what you've done in the past? Is, is Do you only come to that because of a collaboration? Interesting. I I don't know. I think it, I think I've, just as I get a little older, I used to, care a lot more about what what everyone thought like i'd be much more afraid for something to be hated or disliked and as time goes on i just it's not that i don't care of course it always hurts a little bit if someone you know hates you or the work but if you're if i'm proud of it and i feel like it's exactly how i envisioned it then somebody else's opinion doesn't hurt as much if someone could hate the song and that's okay i still you know i feel the same way about it how did the 808s get in there though what do you mean? Like, like what people like the the, the non traditional Max elements to it's you. Oh well, Ke- yeah, Keshi. No, he he produced the track, and it was just us in the room, which is also very rare. You guys know, yeah. you know sort of the pop game. I collaborate with a lot of wonderful writers, and and this was a very interesting moment because we met via I DM'd him, and and he was just he was like, oh, I love your music too. Let's hang out. We met up at the studio at my my parents back studio (laughs) and he comes in and we just this song was born it wasn't like it was the first time we hung out and we just kind of both let our guards down and talked about our relationships and wrote this song and and built this beautiful friendship in the process and so he's a great producer so he you know there were elements that he would do it and i would just be like oh i love that let's do that and and so it was it was very collaborative but it was just us. And then my friend Cody Deer came in and added some flutes and sax, but it's such a raw... Sax are sick. Oh yeah, he's amazing. So he, good. He just added those spices. just needed a little more. But that was really interesting that it really did just come from two people in a room. <laughs> just two dudes in a room <laughs> writing a love song, baby. But what makes you, Max, the great common denominator to these collaborations? I love collaborating. For a while, I felt weird about it because I was, I was thinking, like, does it take away from my own project if i do so many collaborations but i just love how someone else brings something new out of something that you're putting out you know it's it's so cool to see how there's a common thread that you can hear but what does this other person add that you wouldn't have found yourself and i just love sharing things with people i think that that's because i'm this solo artist i go by one name it's just so cool when i can be like look this is our song and and if that plat comes in or it's on the radio, I can text that friend and be like, yo, isn't this so cool that our song's doing this? It's just, and maybe that comes from not being in a band and not being able to have those bandmates to share an exciting experience. You also don't have any siblings. I have no siblings. I'm an only child. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> you're screaming for a share friend. Share this with me, baby. I don't want to be alone. What made you want to put out an even bigger version of Blueberry Eyes? Because you and Sugar had the big version. Then you're like, let's add Lil Mosey and Olivia to this. Oh, I saw Jack Harlow do it with his song at the time. And actually, I Jack, I texted jack to be on the version that was actually how oh. it started and jack was and jack had just like we actually were talking about doing a collaboration for a while he pitched me a song which in retrospect i'm like dang i should have done that song with jack <laughs> like i missed the wave man but he's still the, i'm so happy for him and his success but um but i saw that he had just done that and he was my first choice i was like let's keep this train going baby let's add some more cool people and then when it didn't work out with him i was like well i still love this concept and and so that was again that was just a fun experiment too i was like let's see what we can do sonically with it how many dms do you slide into tons, nowadays tons <laughs> tons but i i say that with i say that with like i don't want it to sound like i'm just like out here hustling i just i just when i like somebody's stuff i realize that i mean even the sugar thing he put my songs on a playlist yeah. and i was like cool this person likes my music i'll give some love back so if i like somebody's stuff I'm not afraid to just send the DM and I'm sure most of the time people don't even respond. But if they do and they feel the same way back, cool, I wouldn't have known otherwise. And I can't believe that like with Keshi, he's one of my closest friends in music now and if I hadn't have just kind of, there was nobody that was going to introduce us. Like if I hadn't have just 
kind of shot my shot to give love to and i and it's usually i only i'm not like when i dm somebody it's never like yo what's up let's make a collaboration it's always just like hey i love this song or i love your work or just like just a compliment yeah. with no with no expectations of it becoming anything else maybe it's just like come to a show and hopefully we hang out you know so it's uh it's fun though I, lo- I love that it's so cool that you we're in a time where i can meet someone across the world just by sending a little message yeah. on my instagram that is exciting and chances are they know your work but and if they do hell yeah and if they don't all good too i hit up Chriselle from selling sunset because i love selling sunset <laughs> she definitely did not know my work and i asked her to be in a music video she was like i'm good but thanks <laughs> i feel like i feel like i'm blowing up her spot but Chriselle, we still met we we she was she was i think she just was like scheduling didn't work but in the end you just never know man it's just fun to just go for it why not why not well you, you can you you're can. right why not oh uh, yeah oh my gosh it's just uh it's just so funny when it when it does work out though, yeah it's, has it's it, magic anybody surprised you that actually answered you Oh my gosh, good question. Um, I'm sure there's so many I'm blanking. I would love if like Obama hit me back. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I haven't slid into Obama's DMs, but wouldn't that be the coolest story ever? Yeah, it'd be great. Because <laughs> I'm always, honestly, whenever I go through like issues where I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed or stressed, I'm really been working through therapy, how to become going through those like when it rains it pours moments mm. and i'm always I, this is just my mantra i'm always like how would obama and dolly parton handle this that's all i think <laughs> dolly's my next one i kind of did slide into dolly's dms Respect. I, but i, I did it. it in a different way did i tell you the story no i basically asked dolly parton to be on butterflies the last single because i watched her documentary and i saw she loves butterflies she loves butterflies and i saw her doc and i saw that her manager i was like this guy looks like you could send him an email and he would respond so i asked my managers to email Dolly Parton's manager he hits them back right away he's like let's get them together and hang sometime I was like amazing I'll come to Nashville any moment and so he sends her the song and she obviously didn't jump on the song but she wrote me a letter and it's framed in my house and it's saying how much she loves the song and my voice <laughs> what and so I have this little Dolly Parton shrine in my house <laughs> that just has the letter signed by Dolly and it's just this beautiful letter how she's like so cool that wait why am I gonna cry like, ama- why is this, this woman is like, writing you a letter this is the ultimate shoot your what? shot moment for anybody out there <laughs> you gotta even, do it either you're the type that never will shoot your shot and I respect that that's like the Phineas Billy Eilish thing I know which is like don't do that or I honestly just love it because you never know if Dolly Parton's gonna write you a letter back and it was so amazing that she did that and i hope i meet her one day and i can just be like that letter's framed in my house and you're one of my idols you know you just it was Sick. so cool of her to do that honestly it's awesome so cool so i hope i get to make music with one day one day wow i mean and keep manifesting my friend might as well right yeah, yeah like, it's working <laughs> yeah, something like, is working something's happening just put some good vibes in the universe keep and hope for the best this- Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Uh, <laughs> keep it up. Wait, is that how the the Blueberry Eyes collab came about? To just slide into Sugar's DMs? No, that I mean, but again, the same sort of concept of like he had put the songs on playlists, and then when I went to Korea for the first time, I told my team like I'd really love if we could arrange a meetup just to just to say hello. And and when we met for the for that first time, we just we got along really well, and we didn't even really speak the same language. We had mm-hmm. a translator who kept translating back and forth in real time, which was a really specific, cool experience. And yeah, we just uh, we just got along really well, which was cool. And then we made the music. And now you wrote Yet to Come yes. for BTS. Yeah, co-wrote it. It was uh, such an honor. Oh my, it's just, I feel so, I, I can't believe that they're like naming concerts after it. And it's such <laughs> a, it's the coolest thing ever to be a part of it in a small way. How does that go down? Like, do you just happen to show the guys music do you show their team fascinating process i i they were going to be in new york and i was flying to new york and I, I hadn't seen them in a while and i asked my team to see if we could arrange another meetup and it turned out that they were leaving like the day i got mm. there so all good didn't meet up but then their team emailed and asked would you like to try writing towards the next album and i was like whoa um, yeah of course i'll do anything so they send tracks like two tracks that they're working towards and they're like these tracks are definitely the tracks we try writing some songs over these tracks 
So I wrote over two months, I wrote like six different songs, the best songwriters with me, all this stuff. Did you set those rooms up? Or? I, I did, yeah. And my teams, like we would go in for my project, but I'd be like, you guys want to try writing a song for BTS? Like I've, I have this opportunity. But crazy enough, I wrote, the first song I wrote, I wrote on the way to New York. Like that next day, I flew on the plane and wrote a song while I was on the plane and recorded it in my bedroom in New York, just with my friend Ryan, who you've met. Yeah. Just in my, like a mic, just on the side of the table and I and I thought nothing of it I was just like ah, this isn't I don't think they're gonna like this but I'll just I'll write with the best ever and a couple months later I go to their show at SoFi Stadium and I'm with one of the the team members who arranged the songs and I'm, I'm, I'm walking in I was like how's the album coming along I just assumed I didn't get a song yeah. totally cool I'm glad that I went for it and she said oh my gosh um, thank you so much for being a part of it like we're so excited to have you and you know, I'm standing next to my wife and I'm kind of like, are you like, is this the moment you're telling me I'm a part of this album? And she's like, oh yeah, don't say anything to like tomorrow, but yeah, just a little secret. And I'm over the moon. I'm about to watch their show. I just got this news. I'm like, this is so cool. Are you serious? It's amazing. So, uh, so yeah, I didn't hear the version until it came out, but, um, and they cut, so you send them like six songs, but you cut the one they end up cutting is the one you, the one I did by myself just what? in my room. And, and of course they changed and evolved it and made it their own and, and translated a bunch. And, and, uh, so I'm definitely a co-writing situation, but the fact that I'm hearing like V and, and all the members singing these melodies that I wrote <laughs> in my room, I was just like, and then they have Anderson Pop play a live yeah. version and I'm going on this ride. I'm like, this is the, what is happening? This is so insane. And it was even more cool just because my wife kept saying like, you should have more confidence in yourself that you don't always need. I guess it goes back to the collaboration thing. Like you don't always need to, to rely on just collaborating with other people. Maybe sometimes it's okay that it's just you uh, that starts it, you know, and, and have some more confidence in that. So that was a really special moment that they gave me to, to I'm so honored that I'm a part of, you know, a little piece of their world. They're, they're <laughs> incredible. So cool. <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it was wild. It's so wild. They just did like a version with Hyundai for it. Like I've never <laughs> seen a group do a version of a song with a brand and like they did a whole new version like with new music I'm like this is uh, keep me going baby this is so cool I love seeing how this goes when you're writing those lyrics are you writing like like what would Max want to sing or are you writing like what would they want to sing no they were very specific I love how their team operates It's and it that's the other thing I love about it and you guys know in the music industry it's so oh yeah try this thing and then you never hear anything mm -hmm. but they don't let you know until it's definitely happening and they let you know exactly what they want they said you know they wanted something emotional and they'd been gone for a long time and and this was like a really big moment comeback moment and would you write a song that reflects that with this track and so yeah having those prompts was so helpful to to try to write you know yet to come and make sure that those lyrics felt like they were for the fans it was definitely it was definitely told to me like this song is for the fans and being a fan for so long i was i was honored to to try to go for that because i know how much the fans care about the music and the lyrics being related to them so yeah that was the prompt wow <laughs> crazy that's nuts <laughs> so nuts <laughs> it's wow. really special it wow so special i'm going to korea next week and uh and hopefully i'll get to, to hang out with some some of the the team and stuff but um so I what are you been, going for uh, i have a show there i have a show there and uh some promo and stuff and then i start my tour back here like one week in korea fly on back and start the tour which is going to be a wild adventure the next few weeks that's amazing stoked man stoked is the uh tour is it going to be mostly old songs or are you going to start debuting more new songs because it's like what do you have now gucci bag yeah out. gucci bag wasabi and it's you it's yeah. interesting when i and i like to i was talking i was i was having lunch with the ajr voice they say hello and we we're talking about this concept that i was i had planned this tour like a year ago and a lot of people don't know but when you see a band go on tour usually that tour has been planned because it takes a long time to route it mm. a year year and a half whatever and so i was planning to have the album out for this tour yeah but frankly it's just like almost there it's just not done i have a full album but it just they could be better and so i was like i'm not going to just drop this just because the tour is happening but maybe i'll see what it feels like to like play these new songs before they're out live and like tweak them all on, on, on the road and and show them in the vips to the people in the bus and like almost use the tour as a consensus to see how the fans feel about the music and then choose the singles and that kind of stuff from there for next year when it comes out. Great move. So I'm I've never done it before, so it could be fun. And then, yes, of course, old songs. And I think I'm playing rag songs for the first time no. since the 10-year anniversary. What? Sick. Yeah, I've never done it. And it just, it's just, I've been doing it a little, I think it, I always felt insecure about it. I always felt like it didn't, I couldn't be a real artist if I were just singing those songs, you know? But mm. now it's at a point where I love the people that have grown with me since or the people that 
are like, wait, the rags guy sings lights down low. Yeah, like, they it's don't so even cool. know. You're not defined by it. Told, it took me a lot, a lot of therapy to get over well, that. Well, you know. Well, okay. switching topics completely, <laughs> I found out this that I had no idea. I didn't know you were on the Greatest Showman soundtrack. I was. And by the way, so funny how it happened. Like. Um, a good friend of mine who works in Atlantic Records who did they did the whole soundtrack hits me up one day and he's like hey you want to do this song with Ty Dolla Sign <laughs> for The Greatest Showman I was like yeah, uh, yes I'm, yeah of course like <laughs> yeah. I'll just do this collaboration what? and so I was, I was, yeah, I, I did the song, and then Ty Dolla Sign sent his vocals the next day. Like, was so on it. By the way, I hear that he's that kind of guy, but he like, is. just like immediately, and they sounded insane. And uh, and yeah, and then you know, song came out, and then first time I met him, I was like, we have that song on the greatest show together. Like, this is so funny. And he, dude, you're yeah. everywhere. I guess I I don't know. It's just you really uh, are. when cool things come up. That was a cool thing. I, I love that movie, and when they asked, I just thought it'd be a cool thing. How many songs are you currently sitting on that may never see the light of day? Uh, like 150, probably. Like going back a long time too. Yeah, yeah. There's some really old ones, but it's cool. Like um, Bryce Vine just put out one that we wrote like four years ago called Nobody, and we did it in a studio, and then he just made it a single. And wow. so it's cool when like a song that does feel like maybe it'll never see the light of day lasts a couple of years and then finally has a has a moment you know it's will really we fun. ever hear that record you were making records real quick with john bellion no oh uh yes yes we've uh where'd those end up that was years ago we had basement party that was one of my last yes. albums that's my when you perform that live i'm like yes i love that one's still so fun to do um so yeah i love john i mean i love all the work he does and uh and we've had a few others and uh yeah you know i'm a big fan so i'm sure we'll do more how many but only one has seen the light of day yeah yeah i won't even get to, to the story of the other one because the other one ended up going to another artist i didn't write it so it was like his choice oh. to give somewhere else but it's all good that's just wait the, the who did game, it go to game happens baby wait who did it go to <laughs> went to ava max she had it yeah what yeah, song it's called freaking me out oh. yeah loves it a lot but that's okay that's why i really accept as a, on the songwriter side like it's got to go to whoever feels the most right for it and at the time that's you know that's what felt the most right i actually had that recently with john legend just put out a song called wonder woman that i had cut because i loved it so much and it's rare because i don't cut other songs so much but when i'm obsessed with the song i do uh but ultimately to hear that john legend did it instead of me i'm like it's john legend i mean that's cool I, I'm, I'm down for him to do it so maybe i'll put my version out or, or maybe maybe he'll let, let me jump on the version of wonder woman or something Wait, it's a that's beautiful song wild so how yeah <laughs> How long ago did you cut that? Uh, not that long ago. The Wonder Woman one, like six months ago. Um, I'm actually writing with those guys tomorrow, though, who wrote it. So they're 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 amazing. I'm so glad for them. Riley and, and Connor, they're from a band, Before You Exit and Castle. Oh, yeah. Remember those guys? Yeah, yeah. I used to tour with them, so it's cool to see. They just wrote Glimpse of Us for Joji. And, Holy and, uh, and Wow. Just, and I, it's, cool, it's so cool to see when people are songwriting such great songs over and like they're consistent with beautiful work. So... Shouts to them. Love Glimpse of Us. Joji's the man. So it's such a beautiful thing that they uh, they created that. I what feel like a it really changed the landscape. Yeah, what a special production duo that does something really cool and unique. Yeah, totally. And Castle too, the other the other homie. He's on it too. So anyway, wow. I just want to give love to all the writers. They're all beautiful. Very fucking cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. But I love Bellion, point being. And we definitely did some cool stuff. And then he's got some babies now too. So maybe the next one will be about babies. We'll see. And this album is yes. not done yet. Not done yet. Yeah, yeah. Just I think I just got to a point where it's like almost there. And next time we talk, it'll be done. So you know, it's no, it's no a fun. Rush. It's a but it's a fun place to be where I had the people I was working on with it being like, you'll know, trust your gut. And uh, and and I'm an interesting artist where it's like I didn't just fully disappear. I kind of this is a fun thing to sort of like workshop it in person i'm interested i've done two albums already so let's see what happens with the third in this way you haven't disappeared but also your music is so timeless that it's everywhere always and i think yeah. that really benefits you truly yeah. I, I think more people hear your songs every day as they exist at malls and, and <laughs> on the radio yeah, and yeah. in store i mean dude yeah, like yeah. let's lights down low love me less butterflies butterflies is speaking of beautiful songs beautiful song Thank but you. i hear that fucking shit <laughs> in so many places wow awesome that's so cool also wrote it in the back of my parents <laughs> studio with i would never i would never leave that place i'd die there i know i think i i'm realizing it i'm just gonna stay i'm just gonna stick it there prince yeah. did it it wasn't in the back of his parents spot, but it's definitely you know just you find things that have the right energy and that's who has the energy yeah it's so funny like when we moved here for the first time in 2015 chris martin i'm not trying to name drop but he came on our show and yeah. we were really going through it like we were going through hell and like 
figuring out like what was wrong. And he literally goes to me, he goes, first album we did in a barn, the second album we didn't, the third album we need to go back to the fucking barn. Yes. And like, that's essentially what he said. Oh, so mm-hmm. real. Which is like, if it works, it works, it works. Yeah, you just have to find the energy. It doesn't, you learn that more and more that like, the equipment and and the fancy studio or matters it, not it, it doesn't it's just where and that could be the place that you find the energy but it's got to just be where you feel like you are receiving from the universe in the best way i think that's were it's you yeah. gucci bag and wasabi all created in the parents house pretty much except for gucci bag which was at my friend jacob bray who's been doing a bunch of the productions house but he also has like a very cozy situation mm-hmm. and when we work in there it's been cool we actually wrote that song playing Catan. i don't know if you guys play settlers of Catan. But oh of course. <laughs> you, that? you heard play, of it you, this takes oh, yeah, over I, your house yeah i haven't played it in a little bit i went like i had a deep binge but it was the first experiment where we wrote that song we played Catan and looped the beat and then we wrote the song right after listening to the beat for like two hours while Sick. playing guitar and then the Gucci bag song was born I think I won that game maybe mm. but I found that there's like this cult in the music game of people who are like really good at it like uh, Tori Kelly and Lawrence and we're gonna start a little Catan thing I don't know what you gotta start a, like a Catan tournament Tori Kelly world. would be somebody who's good at settlers we haven't played before but I've heard good things I would love to throw my hat into that ring that's the are you a, are you a player I am I you're play. a gamer oh, um, Dan are you a, are you a gamer no idea what we're talking about respect here. respect <laughs> we're not gonna go deep into this niche but it's essentially like global domination <laughs> I guess yeah. I, I think that's like the easiest way to put it right yeah and uh, it's a it's a board game yes oh it's a board pretty game. old board game yeah yeah um, I, I only play that years? yeah it yeah. is old you know it's so funny like the pe- the person who first introduced me to it was it's weird like I think educated people like to play settlers uh-huh. it's one of the wealthiest people I know I think he's worth over a billion dollars himself wow. and he was like you need to play this fucking game it's a cool game because it requires you to be present there's a bit of chance but there's a lot of strategy you have to think of like your strategy versus the rest of the players like yes. your you, your strategy is dependent on their games mm. but you still have to know your own game that's why it's so fun each game you know i won't get too deep into it it's <laughs> good <laughs> no but you really there. play it oh i play yeah, i, I yeah. follow most people who live in max's house on instagram <laughs> yeah. so i see what goes down when and yeah. settlers takes over your kitchen table rather often oh yes yes my brother-in-law daniel who you know he uh he says hello and he was the one who introduced us it was like over christmas really and we got really high and played like nine games within 24 hours which is a lot of games we nice. just like ordered a bunch of food and just kept playing and it was spectacular one of the best days of my life when i think about it that's amazing (laughs) well one game is like three or four hours yes it's no joke it's a real commitment it can be it can be you can be as short as 30 minutes as long as a couple hours could it be as short as 30 minutes i've never going quick like three people you know yeah i've never played a version of that for 30 that's we're losing you here right dan i just have no idea yeah let's just move on we're losing carlos we're losing dan (laughs) carlos is like polite respectfully there's nerds out there that will leave (laughs) their comments they're gonna know below and they'll yeah, if you're a part of the Settlers gang. Yeah, Settlers settlers gang stand up, baby. Yeah. We need to know you're out there. Let's go. Yeah, rock up. Show yourself. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, the other question I had is, uh, Emily like being in all your music videos, or are you just like force her to do it? No, she loves it, and that's why, like, <laughs> with the Wasabi video, we trained for... So good. She trained for, like, thank you, she trained for, like, two months <laughs> to do it decently you know we were like we gotta do this like if we're trying this and we're doing and and we still ended on decent yeah 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 (laughs) yeah yeah i know we aren't marvel stars but they got like a year to train no you're right and they have like people who pretend to be them exactly exactly they have a lot of stunt doubles budgets are a little different i think we did pretty well you did the budget circumstance kick at the end was sick that was a good roundhouse kick thank you dan of course you got your leg up real high but you you are also very flexible i had a great time and it was just (laughs) it's just fun to just have an idea and be like let's just make this crazy fight video like we can do it right and you did and it was so fun and she loved it because she did stage combat in in college and stuff and so (laughs) it's really my music career has just become a way of like what fun things can my family and I do together that could be fun for other people to see so that was really fun for her to like love it so much Um, but she I try to be really respectful especially after we've been together for seven years now so it's like crazy so I so I try she's gotten to the point where she used to be a part of everything like she sold the merch on tour my wife paid her dues she was living in the van with me on a blow-up mattress selling merch she was doing it and now she's at the point where you know, even for this tour coming up, she's going to come for a week, then maybe leave for a week. Like she, we really respect each other's boundaries of what do you want to be a part of? And, and you don't have to be a part of anything mm-hmm. you don't want to. Yeah. I would never want to, 
it would get weird if I ever had to force her to be a part of something, I think. So, and through therapy, we've definitely figured out our boundaries of like respecting each other's worlds and not just my world. Because for a long time, it was my world and she was a part of it. And now that we've grown, I think we really respect that it's our world and we have to do that give and take. That's maturity. Mm-hmm. Trying, baby. We got a baby, so it's like yeah. You better figure, you gotta it, figure out. it out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we got a baby. <laughs> no, but figuring that out and navigating that and balancing it all and understanding that you have two separate worlds and they collide. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Respect. That's you maturity. Know. That's adulthood. Have to. Dark times come with it. You know, they're not. They're not a. Uh, you gotta. You gotta hit the lows too, and to realize you gotta make the changes. Which. I, yeah. Truth. I respect your love life. I I love your family. I I respect your love life. life. That is the first time anybody said that. I love that. Like that's I really respect your love life too, baby. It's not you respecting nothing. (laughs) I respect your choices of when it makes sense. So you're you're respecting everyone else's choice to ignore me. (laughs) To look through me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, I'm gonna have a family one day. Yeah, you are. Uh, Yeah, put it out there, Zach. They're all gonna gonna be under hypnosis. fucking family yes i'm gonna be you know holding them at gunpoint have you seen the show the rehearsal yeah oh my gosh insane right <laughs> so did you great. see it dan no did you see it carlos no uh dan you oh. really gotta like catch the it's fuck crazy off. it's hey, pretty no amazing we're talking about this whole interview <laughs> i will just say that it is a show this guy nathan fielder and it's basically he rehearses moments mm-hmm. so okay. one of the moments is that a woman wants to rehearse what it'll be like to have kids and a family <laughs> so he hires all these child actors from two <laughs> till 18 over the course of like a month and then uh she lives in this house for like a month and just experiences what it'll be like oh. to have that family that's one cool. of the many plot lines so anyway zach i'm just suggesting maybe we get a oh i was been on the rehearsal and we'd like yeah. try out the family life for i would love life. that I, I would love to like if you if you need a babysitter i'm around dude i would love that but, like yes, you please. live a re- like your brother-in-law lives with you he does, yeah, yeah. He like really opened up your house. Yeah, man. He he's been inspiring me to like get in shape. He's just like so fit and works out every day. Yeah, and this brother-in-law is crazy good looking. <laughs> you follow him on Instagram? Except, yeah, yeah, you got him. Why yeah, if, you? How do you know him? What do you, what, I met him at Coachella. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's insane looking. <laughs> It's like really, it's almost like, it's like, is this a joke? He's going to love that, that he's become a part of this interview. It's sure. like, we'll you look, look at him up. and you're like, am I being fucking punked? Let's get him, let's make him famous, guys. Let's do this. Yeah, he's I, ready. He's Daniel Cannon. He looks, <laughs> he gets, he looks like Timothy Chalamet all the time. But like, incro- like jacked and he's, his eyes are crazy. He's a, he's, um, I, he's a handsome man and, and he's out here. He's an aspiring model and he's, you know, doing his thing. That's it. Come on. It's he, great. He was in the Wasabi video. He was one of the, one of the henchmen. So it was kind of a dream of Emily so that she could just knock out her brother. <laughs> yeah. I got some research to do here. <laughs> it's just, I got research to do. But, uh, <laughs> but it's a cool, it's like cool to have, he, uh, Edie just like hugged him for the first time yesterday, her whole life, I guess. And it was, it we did so much to her and he's been living with us for like six months. So that was tight. That's, I mean, that's a family. We're a family affair. We keep it a family. That's affair. real. Our crew is a family. They come on tour. It's you know we try to. Just yeah, there's no like stragglers. There's no random like you know, really. friends. You just like or nah. dingleberries. No, totally. He might come on tour. He wants to try like selling merch. He's like, I want to sell the most merch anybody's ever sold. I, I love his ambition. He's a fun dude. People are gonna show up to that merch booth. <laughs> I know. I will tell I like, you. I don't right want you to be distracting, Daniel. You're too handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's gonna fall in love with you. <laughs> you can't sell merch. Honestly, like the risk is real. <laughs> the risk is real. <laughs> It's like, oh, much, how much merch do we sell tonight? It's like, no, they just they just stared. <laughs> they just wanted photos with me. They just wanted photos <laughs> with me. Have you looked at this kid? I'm trying to find him right now, but I'm... And he's a really nice guy. He's really yeah. cool. He's a lovely guy. Um, the last thing I have to say is, yes. Max, can we make an agreement that if me or Zach ever get married, probably won't happen, you show up and perform at Done. our weddings? Easy. Yeah, yes. that's I owe that, of course. I will <laughs> be there. I will be there. Yes. You'll be invited I to my promise. wedding regardless. I would love that. And I, of course, would be delighted. Thank honored. you. I plan on, real talk, like, I will get married eventually. Yeah. I'll probably have, like, five weddings, but at yeah. least, because I'll be married five times. Of course. Um, but <laughs> the, the, You gotta perform it all five of them. <laughs> I'm in. Five. No, no, you're committed. Different song each wedding, baby. <laughs> you're committing to really just one, but know that, like, the first one will probably be, like, a... All right, I'm cool. planning a concert. Got you. So I gotta, I gotta, maybe lights down low, I save? Like, should I say, should well, I, 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 you're one of the <laughs> ones that maybe's not... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, lights do out. Do we do one of the, one no. the smaller ones first? I want your... <laughs> no, I need lights down low for the first wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really going to make one of the weddings like a wedding palooza yeah. where I'm going to like take everybody's phone. Love that. Have like a band where Ari's like, gonna come sing. anybody can get up and sing. Star vibe, yeah. Uh, maybe something. Or maybe not. Well, it's going to be... Well, they tend to be my friends. So yeah, like if the homies. You know, and... If you know, it's like people, if if it's a safe space, people will do their thing. And by the way, we're talking about a wedding. I am, I'm, I'm a virgin. I'm 29 years old and I'm a virgin. And we're talking about me having a fucking wedding. We gotta manifest you're saving this, it baby. to your wedding day. I yes. Gotta, no, I gotta take a lap. Um, oh my gorgeous, let's go. <laughs> this is so sad. I love, I love it. But I have thought about my wedding, but it will be a concert. I will it's, be there. It's either that or like my 40th or 50th birthday, whatever comes first. Yes will end up being the concert and then after that it's going to be smaller affairs sign me up i'm in yeah thanks no problem i only want my musical friends to, they i'm only gonna ask them to perform once you know i'm not gonna be fucking annoying wow. done thanks i'm in baby you you maybe get an invite i'll be at all five of them i'll be at the fifth one if we make it there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do we think about this one <laughs> what if you don't make it to five what if you're like at three what Dang, if i fall man. in love with the first one there you go mm. i mean i'm gonna Half fall in love well i'm gonna fall in love with them and then get married and then chances are they're gonna destroy me True. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, it could happen. It's how it works. It's how it works. Anyway, go see Max on tour. There's a link <laughs> in the description below. And yeah. you got to listen to the records. That it, like, is Wasabi and Gucci Bag going to be a part of this mm -hmm. new album? Yeah, they'll be on the new album for sure. So we have a little taste. We got some taste. And then, yeah, I got one new one coming out pretty soon with my boy Elenium. That's uh, oh. coming in a few weeks. That's like nice. the next new music. That's pretty much it. You've had a record with Elenium before. I did. It was called Beautiful Creatures. Great song. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, this next <laughs> one, I, he texted me. It was like round two, and, and he sent me this song. It's called Worst Day. And funny enough, I was going through a really dark time with Emily. Like we were, like I was saying, through therapy, like working on our relationship to come from that low. And now we're amazing. But it was a really interesting time because I recorded it when I was in that dark mm. place. And, and that's kind of what the song's about too. It's a, it's a special record. I'm, I'm honored that he asked me to sing it. What is it? What is it like listening to it now? It's, it's, it's really, it just shows. Sometimes I feel like things happen. I just had so much, so much crazy when it rains, it pours stuff happen in the last few weeks where, you know, a lot of lost some people that, that, um, that I really loved that aren't going to be a part of our life anymore. And, and in that way, I think that you start to realize like, the universe has a plan and sometimes in those moments that comes to you because you wouldn't be able to create that song otherwise like if i'm super happy like i am now i probably wouldn't have sang that song in that same way so i listened to it saying like that was a necessary time to this was what was meant to be from that time i guess i don't want to pry but who's did, did somebody die no nobody died it's i have this happen to me like every i feel like we all have this happen in a way but every five or six years some people that are like family to me or I get so close with I tend to like when I work with people and maybe it's a it's a fault in my world I give I just in, just give I'm so open with them like yeah. they come to my house they're hanging with my baby they're eat, and sometimes um after a bit those people have a different vision for their life yeah of course and that really hurts because they become these fa this family to you and so yeah someone recently was you know moving on to a different thing and that's happened to me like three times in my life and so it happened with two people that have been like that for me for like five years and all at once at the uh. same time. And so anyway, it's like, you know, sometimes it's hard it. to let go of something and move on to the next situation. So no, luckily, you know, I feel very grateful that it was, wasn't deaths or anything, but in a way it is a death. It's like a breakup. Oh yeah. And those breakups hurt, man. Those breakups hurt because you re like you're angry, but then you have to get over that anger and remember the love for that person and like the good things you had. And it took me a lot to not, go back to negative ways to handle it where it's like out of anger right how could you do this to me it was like let me think of why they need this for their life and how do i really genuinely be happy for them and support them yeah. and root for them and know that totally. like the world will keep going yes and you are just fine totally it's totally. so hard in the moment yeah. and even in the weeks after to realize that yeah but it is true. Yeah. You can't imagine your life without whoever oh. that person is through that breakup. And then, and then somehow, eventually I keep reminding myself, someone else comes in and it's like, wow, I wouldn't have even met this person if this person yes. hadn't have stepped out. So 
It's hard to remind yourself of that though. In the moment, you just feel so betrayed. Hurt. Betrayed, so hurt. Like, what just, more could I have done to keep them? Yes, like where you just you chronologically go over whatever totally. the steps were that maybe. But it also just sometimes like someone else is meant for something else, That's or it. someone else, or whatever and it is. Just because it wasn't forever doesn't mean it didn't matter. Yes, and didn't have meaning and wasn't a value. Yes, of you into that other person. And and by the yeah. way, like. G- Good things usually come to an end. Yes. And that's how even better things come into fruition. Mm. So. Amen. You know, don't yeah. get any ideas, Dan. You can't leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. supposed to fall apart if I left. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. How feel, that's how I feel about Ryan, by the way. I'm like, oh, Ryan's been don't around. Don't you ever leave me, Ryan. <laughs> He's been around a long time. Eight years. Yeah. Been with me longer than my marriage. He's my wow. first wife. Wow. He's your husband. <laughs> He's my husband. He's my husband. <laughs> Dan, how long have we been together? More than you and Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. It's been like 10, 11 years at wow. this point, I think. That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You guys are so... And now Carlos is here. <laughs> that Carlos ain't going, not going anywhere. Carlos is our son. Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I drive my son to work every morning. <laughs> they carpool together. Yeah. Dan and Carlos Oh, Cameron. you do? Yeah, it's great. Cute. Yeah. Car- Carlos, you into that? Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> good. Car- Saves him money on Uber. He's afraid to drive. <laughs> Let's go, Carlos. Yeah, Dan has... Uh, Carlos has a fear of driving. Respect, man. I'm from New York. I didn't drive till I was 23, and I'm still bad at it. So, <laughs> I hit things all the time, all the time. Sick. Yeah. Although the whole like auto drive in a Tesla, yeah, really tight. Oh, I don't. I use it all day. It's incredible. Yeah, but I I need to watch myself. Anyway, we won't get into it. But terrible driver. Respect you, Carlos. Keep getting that. Get a carpool. <laughs> Please go see Max on tour. We're gonna put a link to all the dates in the description below. Also, a link to all of Max's music yeah. on Amazon Music. Gonna be in like in the description below. And I appreciate you, Max. Appreciate you guys. So Thanks. much love. Thanks for hanging out, man. The best. I have the best time. Thank you, guys. I really love you, Max. Everybody. Woo! Thank and- you, guys. Hey, beautiful human, you made it through our conversation with Max. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Subscribe to our podcast. Share it with those you care about. And listen to Max's music. Do it, do it. And if you need something, ever, at Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Now be safe, fuck your family if you can, remind them that you love them, and don't go to jail. And keep listening to music, because I'm telling you, it helps make the world go round. I'll talk to you real soon. Peace and love. By the way, today's episode is made possible by a few incredible humans, including our executive producers, Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Dylan Martyr, Dan Zola, Joshua Rusak, and Olivia Rudensky. Our senior director, Toby Lawless. Our associate producers, Eve Bishop and Claudia Villarreal. Our music is by James Asciutto. Our editor is Camera Carlos Gomez. Our sound mixer is Daniel Chavez-Crook. Our post-production manager is Caroline Rude. And I'm your host and executive producer, Zach Sang. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'll talk to you real soon.